Welcome to Integrity Inspire, your daily dose of inspiration and motivation, featuring the bright and talented members of the Integrity Marketing Group family. Now, here's your host, Integrity co-founder and CEO, Brian W. Adams. Well, hello, everybody. Thanks so much for joining today's Inspire podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you sharing another incredible announcement. Today, we're excited to be joined by Jamie Cheerio, just like the cereal, from Living Hope Life Group. He's based in Greenville, South Carolina, and has built an amazing business. And he's got some life lessons that I think we can all learn from. Jamie, thanks so much for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you so much. And Listen, I, I've been looking forward to this day because I know you've been here. We've been working on some stuff, and I, I can't wait to share your story because some of the things that I know you're trying to teach your agents all the time is really impactful and important and stuff that people don't talk about. Now, one of the things that we were just talking about is the fact that you did not grow up wanting to be an insurance agent. And I said, yeah, me neither. I don't know of a lot of people who grew up saying, man, I want to be an insurance agent. But man, when you find this business and you really understand this business, you understand the impact that we make on, on people's lives, you know, the way that we serve others, the opportunity here, yeah. man, it's one of the most incredible opportunities in the world. And you had an interesting journey that led you to the insurance business. Tell us about what that was and, and really about how you came out to be here with us today. 100%. Yeah. I'm 30 years old and I kind of became a wantrepreneur is what I like to call it when I was 18. <laughs> I was going to college at Michigan State University and I met a guy named Grady Polson, who's a fellow integrity partner. I love Grady. He's For, Grady's one of the greatest dudes I've ever met. Absolutely. I love Grady. He's one of my oldest and best friends and Is he from Michigan as well? He's from Arizona. I thought he was uh, he lives in Arizona now, yep. but so Grady and his parents uh, recruited me into a network marketing company. Okay. And we sold healthy energy drinks to college students and told them if they drank them, they wouldn't be hung over the next day. Did it work? I think it worked. We had a lot of fun. We built teams all over the country, all over the world. I got to travel to a handful of different countries in Europe wow. and continue to build that business. And it was a lot of fun. I thought that that company was going to be the place that, you know, I brought my grandkids to those conventions. And then one day our company was made an example of because of some of the marketing that we were doing and they shut their doors and our, mm. our paychecks were shut off overnight. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, man. So you were doing, you, you were making more money than you ever dreamt of. You were having so much success selling a product you believed in mm -hmm. and people were attracted to. And then, man, it just shuts down. What happened then? We had to pivot. And yeah. when you have a group of salespeople, you know, you are now needing to lead them in a direction. And what I've kind of been in a handful of different opportunities over the last 12 years trying to really find my home. And every time that we moved from one opportunity to the next, of course, the team got smaller. The trust in you as a leader got lower. So kind of pivoted in one direction into a new network marketing company, tried to start my own network marketing company, fell flat on my face. Company went bankrupt and saving grace of it all is that I met my wife in that company. So very thankful for that opportunity. Left the direct sales space, was very jaded on the idea yeah. of building any sales teams whatsoever. I could not stand the idea of making a list of my friends and family and having to send one more message about the new opportunity that I was a part of. And I realized that my business partner and I at the time, we had built a lot of sales tools and marketing tools for all of our sales organizations. 
so we went into the traditional digital marketing route. Then the pandemic hit, and my wife, she was a teacher in the Pacific Northwest, and they get paid very well up there. And you put our incomes together, everything was great. And she lost her her job because they didn't know how many kids were coming back virtual or in person. And then Grady and I reconnected. We hadn't talked for Hmm. years. And he said, hey man, I know some of the things you're going through in life. I think you would crush it selling insurance, but I don't think that's kind of what you need right now. Selfishly, what I need is I need somebody to help me build my agency. What would you think about coming on to Family First Life America and helping me from a marketing perspective? So I came in and I was his director of marketing for about eight months learned a lot about the recognition side of things, saw so many agents finding success. And at a certain point when my wife did lose her job, I said, I, I have to get my license. Yeah. You know, I think that I need to get back out there in the world and I have this skill set to help people, but I was, I didn't want to use it. So I was so jaded from past experiences being taken away from me. I wanted that security because of, you know, some of the you know hard lessons we'll talk about later on in this that I was learning. I wanted security. Then I got my license and I went out and I helped eight families my first weekend. And I realized when I went out in the home and I sat down with people at their dinner table, I was selling something that I actually believed in. Hmm. Everything changed. I'd mentioned, you know, Grady and his parents, Grady's dad. And I think he's a legend in the insurance industry in the IUL space. When I got involved in insurance, he's like, hey, welcome to the most honest honorable profession on the planet. I'm like, what do you mean? He said, at the end of somebody's life, everybody's reaching out saying, gimme, gimme, gimme. You're the only person reaching back with a check. And I just, that was powerful. It gave me chills. And then I got the first death claim. And you see the look on that first family when you deliver that death claim. And whether it's $10,000 or $10 million, like it makes a difference in that, that family's life. So ever since I started selling insurance, I never ever left a home or left a phone call thinking, wow, I really twisted that lady's arm into buying insurance for me. No matter if it was a challenging conversation or not, I always felt like, wow, I really helped them make a good financial decision. Yeah. I, look, I, I think you've, you hit on a lot of different points there, but this is one of the most honorable professions in the world. Yeah. And the impact, whenever you deliver that claim check, the one thing that you find is how grateful people are. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be difficult to get people to realize you need this. But man, at that end of their life and their families there, it makes it so real because you're the one there to really mm-hmm. help change their trajectory in so many ways. It's just an honorable profession. It's a noble profession. I, right. I say that a lot because I just believe it's, it is is one of those. The other part of that is There's never been a claim check that was too big. Somebody says, I think that's too much. Take it back. Because people are going to need it, Mm -hmm. need those proceeds for the rest of their family's life. Right. And so even being able to really help people understand their needs, their needs analysis, and really the impact they can have on their families is just such an important part of what we do. And the other part of it is, unlike some of those other experiences you had, is we're backed up by some of the most powerful, largest companies in the world in the insurance space. And, mm-hmm. and people like growing up, I think high school and college, and, and frankly, I don't think parents maybe do a very good job of this. I've got a nine-year-old and 11-year-old. And I'm like, as I'm talking, I'm thinking, man, I need to do a better job of this. I don't think that society does a good enough job about teaching people the reality of what happens in life. And that includes you know, estate planning, life planning, how to make money, how to save money, how to plan for taxes, how to do all these different things, right? I think that society needs to do a better job. And and that's one of the things that I'm 
so proud of, of what we do here at Integrity is we're helping people holistically plan for their life, health, and wealth to make sure that they plan for the good days ahead. And we're doing that, and, and it's it's much more in the business to all sure. of us. It's more of a purpose, right? And that purpose is so powerful. And it's backed up by these amazing carrier partners that we couldn't do it without them. That's where we kind of laughed about, I never thought I'd be an insurance agent, but man, as soon as you figure this out, you're like, thank God I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited about where we're going. And that's where I think that we need to do a better job. You're 30 years old. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am amazed by some of the young dynamic leaders we've got in this business that in hearing their stories about how they got into to this business and when they found it, there's like this paradigm shift where it's like, oh my gosh, now I get to team up my passion of serving others. Absolutely. And I get a, this entrepreneurial spirit that's mm-hmm. inside pretty much all of us. And I can help provide for my family. It's just such an incredible way to serve others and, and do so much more. You said that you had learned some really tough lessons in some of your previous experience. And this is where I think society hasn't done a good enough job of being honest with people about yeah. here are some different things that you need mm-hmm. to know about. And part of that is talking about the tough stuff. Absolutely. So what are some of those lessons? I grew up, my parents were both W-2. So 1099 was a completely foreign concept to me. They taught me a lot of things about how to treat people, but no one ever yeah. taught me how to save for taxes because it, your W-2, the taxes are already taken out. Yeah. You get a refund at the end of the year. So it was a shock for me when I was 19, 20 years old and I didn't even know what a write-off was. And then now I'm on the hamster wheel for the next you're couple like, of years. You're like, how do I pay? Like, how, yeah, how do I pay that? Where am I supposed to come up with that? Exactly. It's so, not like they let you have a payment plan. Yeah. So I spent, <laughs> well, I, I mean, they will, but it's going to be painful. It, it was painful. <laughs> and plus interest. I lost it all in front of my friends and family. I had everything repossessed and taken away from me. 2017, I filed bankruptcy and <sighs> got to press the reset button. And it was a very humbling moment, but I'm so grateful that I was able to get to that moment. And I spent a couple of years living very humbly. My wife is a teacher. At one point, I you know, thought you know, maybe, she, maybe she'll just be the breadwinner. But we always had this desire when we got married that I'd bring her home because she wanted to be a mom. And I kind of almost gave up on the idea of being that provider, even though that was like my deepest desire and driving mm. force. I was like, I don't know if I can, if I can do it after I've you know, tried and failed so many times. And then I was looking just for security, not for something that had no ceiling. And then I found insurance and that light bulb did go off. And it was one of the coolest feelings in the world when some of these shackles started to fall off. It was like, not just my confidence as provider, but my wife's confidence in me. And then it's like our confidence to start a family. Now we've got two beautiful boys, one's two years old, Nehemiah, and one's seven months old, Isaiah. And, you know, we, we paid off everything because it wasn't just the IRS. It was, it was friends and family, those people that you said you'd pay back that you knew you never would. I was able to go back to every single one of those people, no matter if it had been seven years since they loaned me money. And every single one of those, I just had to remove it from my conscience and pay every single person back. That was just so important to me. And then it gave me, you know, a fresh start. Oh, I love that, man. I love that. When you do the right thing, it always, I feel like pays off in spades and you feel so much better. Whenever we partner with somebody, we have a code name mm-hmm. and we've seen a lot of cool code names. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Your code name is Project Duck. 
Why is that? Yeah. Earlier, one of the employees asked me, are you a hunter? Is it because you lived in Oregon? Like, why, why is it duck? I there's nothing in my background that has anything to do with ducks. But if one of my first mentors is watching this, he'll, he'll kind of get this reference. When our first company shut down, he, the first thing he said to me, he was like, Jamie, you got to be like a duck. You got to be calm on the surface, but under the water, you paddle like hell. Yeah. You got to be calm for your team, especially if you're going to lead them through, you know, turbulent waters. And that's just always stuck with me. No matter what I'm going through, calm on the surface, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be paddling. I love it, man. That's such a great analogy. I, I also love the name of your company, Living Hope. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Oh, it means so many things. I mean, definitely faith-based organization, but I think that it's providing hope for people. Yeah. I think that when you're able to serve someone specifically with life insurance, it's hope for the people who are still here. It's hope for the people who are still living when you're gone. Oh man, I, I think there's so much depth mm -hmm. in that. And that's where, I, I love naming things mm -hmm. in so many ways, but it's like integrity. You name your company integrity, boy, you're, you're you asking back, you for better it. Back it. You better up. back it up, right? But you also get to tell people your story. You mm -hmm. get to tell them, but let me tell you about my values. Yeah. Let me tell you about what we're trying to build here. And, and when you name something living hope and, and you have a purpose about how you're giving people hope for a better future, but also ties in your faith. I, I love I love every part of that. So that, good job on, on naming your company. Cause Thank you. I love being able to, like I said, telling people like all, all of those different aspects of it. It's kind of like your boy's names, mm -hmm. right? There's so much depth and meaning, you know, for somebody of faith with those names that you can tell a story with it. Absolutely. Right? Which is also really fun. So I'll actually go ahead and tell that story. You know, my son, Nehemiah, there's a book that I had read pretty early on in my career called Favor with Kings. And it's all about serving the kings in your life and the favor that God can provide. And you know, the story of Nehemiah, he was the cupbearer to the king of Persia at the time. And uh, he was, yeah. yeah, he was somebody who was in a very, you know, high position, a position he didn't want to lose. And he had been a, you know, a good servant for years and years. And then his family from Jerusalem comes and they say, hey, the wall's falling down and we need help. Could you please ask the king if you would send provision? And he asked God and God basically gives him the courage to ask the king for a yeah. favor. And because he was a loyal servant, he provided that favor and allowed them to go back and build the wall. And just this incredible story about leadership. So we just, we love the name Nehemiah and kind of what that book's all about. And that's kind of how we got our son's first name. Dude, that's so cool. And I love being able, having that, those layers in a name, the depth of that, where you can say, hey, let me tell you about what that really means. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love the, the aspect of that. And that's one of the things that I'm excited about, especially with our core values, the things that we're building here at Integrity, is being able to tell people like our core values are integrity, it's yeah. doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. It's about family. Like we take care of our families, we're providing for our families. We're also taking care of all these American families. It's about service. We're not a sales organization, we're a service company mm -hmm. and we're here to serve others. It's about respect, it's about treating each other the way that God intended, that we see each other the way that God created us. And then it's about partnership. Together, Absolutely. we can do more. If we all come together, rising tide will raise all boats. We can accomplish more than we ever could on our own. And that's why I'm excited about this partnership and the yeah. other partnerships that we can learn from to help even more people. What are you excited about with this partnership? I'm just, I'm so excited to be able to continue my passion for teaching 
agents who have never been 1099 how to be a good steward of their commissions. Yeah. I think that that was one of the biggest mistakes that I made. No one ever taught me how. Teaching agents to be very conservative, especially on the life side where we have this crazy advance, which means that you can have incredible income, but high risk, high reward. Every dollar that comes in, it's not your money. It's the business's money. So I want to teach people how to treat it like a real business. This isn't just any commission-based sales career. You're coming in, you're purchasing leads that are raising their hand, that are looking for life insurance. And just like if I'm the restaurant down the street, I have business expenses to advertise, to get people in my doors. I want to teach agents that we pay our employees first before we go and we spend on ourselves. We buy the leads first. If I own a Subway, what's the first thing that I need? I need bread, meat, and cheese. You know, we got to get the bread, meat, and cheese before, you know, we go and buy something luxurious for ourselves to, you know, it, and taking profit from the business. We have to feed the business. So I'm number one, very passionate about continuing to teach people how to be good stewards of their commissions, number one. And then number two, I'm just so excited to be partnered up with Integrity because the longevity I've had things taken away from me that were out of my control. Things changed in industries that I couldn't do anything about that caused me to pivot so many times. And I just feel like the insurance industry survived so many things. They survived world wars. They've survived pandemics and they've grown through it. And we've insurance- thrived. We've thrived through Thrived so, through well. it. And insurance companies are reinsured by other insurance companies. So it just makes me think, yeah. even if God forbid the worst thing happened, I still have a home in the insurance industry no matter what. Insurance isn't going away. So it, it just gives me confidence, a place to, to plant my flag, and then seeing integrity that is partnered up with hundreds of other companies that have so much stability to them. It just gives me so much confidence to be partnered with you guys. Well, we're excited to be partnered with, with you. I love when we have young dynamic leaders come into the business that are looking at things different than maybe somebody who's been there forever. And we need your fresh energy. We need the new ideas. We need everything that you're bringing in. It's what we need even more of. And so I'm so excited about seeing how we can grow together, serve even more people. And I think the, the sky's the limit of where we are. And with guys like you, it really proves that to me. So thanks for partnering with us. I'm so excited Absolutely. to have you here in the Integrity family. I can't wait to see as as we grow from here, how many more people we can serve. I hope everybody else, I hope you're all as excited as I am to be able to, to have this moment in time that we all come together and serve even more people. And this, this idea that rising tide does raise all boats, that if we all really think about how do we help even more people, we can accomplish more than ever before. And with Jamie and the rest of his team coming in, I hope that you see the hope in this future of the insurance industry because this is a truly amazing business that we get to serve others, help each other in so many different ways, and together we will do even more than ever thought possible. I hope you have an incredible week, and I hope you just are as excited as I am about the future of this amazing business. And if we look at how we serve others every day, there's no limit to our success. I say this all the time, we're just getting started. And I truly believe we are just getting started. And with guys like Jamie coming in here, man, get ready, buckle up, because it's going to be a lot of fun. Hope you have a great week. God bless you all and take care.